2: and the preach care preach with Rashad, we're here with our final, our final episode of the sermon of the, the divisions man, and the AFC West is the reason why we did this one last. <laughs> I mean, you know these Raiders and head, headline, in the headlines, Chargers in the headlines, Chiefs in the headlines. The only team that's been quiet would have been the Broncos. You know, outside of the big Fangio signing, <laughs> that's 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 the only thing they they had going on. But this AFC West is wild.
1: Man, the AFC West has been mostly the Raiders have been some form of news every day, man. From John Gruden to A. B. Like just so many, so many headlines. It's it's crazy, man. People thought the the Browns were creating a lot of headlines. The Raiders from hard knocks, just Instagram, Twitter, just everything, man. It's always some type of scenario, news, or just something crazy going on, man. Mostly caused by a B, um, you know, we don't know the truth know the true ins and outs of what's going on with him or what he is quote unquote fighting
2: for. But it's a lot of uh, a lot of news coming out of Oakland. Man, I have no idea what is going on with A B here. It feel like he he wakes up and he's a whole different person. Because um, you got you got to think about this this whole feet thing that started that started it all off. Um, him not wearing the right shoes then. Then the helmet issue, which honestly, this, I mean, it's his, it's, his, it's his and his team's fault. I mean, this helmet thing been well, a while, around for a while, and it's supposed to – you know, a lot of people got grandfathered in and they didn't have to change the helmets. But, and he, he, you know, he fought the league twice and lost both times because, I mean, it gave him plenty, plenty of opportunities. So I can't be mad at that. And then, and then the Raiders, I mean, Mike Mayock and them had to find him, which, you know, makes sense um, because you, you miss a training camps, But, you know, it's, it's quote-unquote unexcused. Um, even it's for even it, even even for what it's for, and it's kind of like man, it's like do he not know how you know how the league works? He's been in the league so long, he shouldn't know um but it it just it's just so so much stuff going on, and we don't like know exactly exactly behind the scenes, only what the media shows us, and right now they're painting him as a villain, yeah,
1: that's really his fault,' but you should know when you get into this thing, you gotta have on the proper attire so. I'm not sure that was just a one-day thing or he just felt he didn't want to wear the shoes or what the issue may have been. But when you get inside a cryotherapy chamber, you should have the right shoes on. The helmet thing, I feel like that was more on, you know, I'm sure he had somebody who handles his equipment or his manager. Somebody should have known that, all right, look, man, at some point we got to change the helmet. And I understand where he's coming from on that as well because I think we're all like, a creature of the habit we kind of like man i've been wearing that same helmet for seven eight nine years whatever i want to keep my same helmet but at least have somebody from your team that represents you to try to find you a helmet that's 90 percent similar to it or whatever like just get the newer equipment you know and he like usually he tried to fight the nfl and you know filing grievances all that kind of stuff but the rules are the rules, man. It's a safety precaution. The NFL doesn't want any more PR hits of so guys are getting injured or concussions, all that kind of stuff. So just play by the rules and get you a new helmet. I understand, I understand where was coming from, but at the end of the day, man, just get a new helmet. Everybody else got new helmets. Um, Greg Janis talked about it on um, the Cowherd show. how uh, He got a new helmet. Even the quarterbacks, Tom Brady, these guys are, have all got new helmets. So A.B. is not going to be the exception to the rules. Just get a new helmet. And then now you got the stuff with the phone call with John Gruden about, do you want to be a Raider? And he said he's more than a football player. Well, I mean, he's not exactly like you said. He's not exactly like LeBron. So, like, I mean, we don't know what he's doing socially and things like that. But as far as just what we've seen, you know, you're not making that kind of impact beyond the scope of the game or beyond the field to, like, ratings, all that kind of stuff, where you're like an Aaron Rodgers or a LeBron, where you can impact the ratings and on the field. Because a receiver, you know, you're only probably worth maybe a half a point, one point when somebody's swaying, like, betting line or something like that. Right. Because it's mainly about the coach and the QB. So, I mean, I like A.B. I mean, he, was, he built the Hall of Fame career in Pittsburgh, but the stuff he's doing now – um, I'm not sure if it's just on purpose because he feels like he made a mistake signing in Oakland, or um, maybe it's a mental illness issue. You know, maybe he's bipolar. Like I know people were clowning him for when he got down and all that blonde mustache and stuff. So you know, Maybe it's a mental illness thing. Maybe he's just lashing out because he's not happy where he's at right now, or maybe he is fighting for something we don't know he's fighting for. But something going on with A.B. He needs to Get it together, get it figured out, get the help he need, whatever the case may be, because he's a hell of a football player with some good years left.
2: Yeah, and all of a sudden he was about to fight, Mike me and then the next day apologized with the team captain. So he, and then reports say he was getting suspended. Now he wasn't. He was playing Monday, and now <laughs> this morning he asked for a release. <laughs> so you know, it's kind of it's kind of an up and down roller coaster ride with with AB, and you know, I I, I do applaud Mike Tomlin and the state of the organization for, you know, because they, they wasn't in the news like this. Even when Antonio Brown had the phone, the video call and the thing, but that wasn't really a big deal to my, in my eyes. But but you, he, he didn't really do as much, you know, as he's doing now, what he did in this offseason. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad because, you know, Derek Carr is in his contract year and whether he should be brought back or not, and you know it as well as I know. Antonio Brown is somebody who can help him get he, Antonio Brown would, would have helped him get his money, basically. because um, Derek Carr would have forced Fed to Tony Brown. Antonio Brown would have made him look good. So um, you know, it hurt it hurts Derek Carr because now Tyrell Williams is your best receiver. Um you let go of Jared Cook and you're you hoping this tight end Waller is gonna be something, you know, you got a rookie running back, so who knows how that's gonna go. It just it just like without Antonio Brown, it makes it makes the whole Raiders Raiders like season I wanna say go down the drain, but you know, you know how distractions can, can cause the season to, to go quick south very, very, very quickly. And, you know, this, this drama the whole time is just, it's just so, so much because you, especially if he doesn't get released, we don't know right now, but if he does get released, you know, you know, another team is going to pick him up. He's going to do great wherever he goes. Uh, and the Raiders, what are they going to do? Probably find themselves at the bottom of the division, you know? So it, it really doesn't help the Raiders at all. Um, but you know it, it's 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 very it's very it's very peculiar the situation is it's, it's crazy how it just unfolded so quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean in Pittsburgh, you know, I think because that is one of the more first-class organizations in the NFL, along with the Patriots. Place, you know, I'm Green Bay in as well. I think AB could have been a problem in Pittsburgh. We just never knew the extent of it because Mike Tom and GMs and ownership. You know, those guys, they would keep that kind of stuff under wraps. You know, the, the stuff with Pittsburgh, it would really started coming out to like, the last year or two with, you know, Bell. Well, outside of, you know, Bell's uh, got suspended for substance abuse, stuff like that. So that kind of stuff just kind of – it's going to naturally come out. And then um, I'm, I'm sure AB was doing other things in the locker room before that because we've had Ryan Clark come out and say, look, if y'all pay this guy, he's going to be a problem. So I think within – the Steeler organization, AB was already showing signs of he could be this arrogant guy, this belligerent guy, whatever the case may be. I feel like he was already showing those signs. So players around that organization saw those kind of things, but it's just becoming more public now because you're with a Raiders team that's not as buttoned up. Mm-hmm. And like it's crazy. Like everything that we're talking about with the Raiders has been just non-football related. Like, it's not related to a football injury or what scheme they're running. Like, at least the Cardinals would talking about Calumbridge fit on the team and can Cliff Kingsbury's offense work, you know, teams like that. But with the Raiders, it's Mike Mayock and A.B. gets all the case. Like, it's just weird, weird stuff. Not football related. We're not talking about who's on the roster. The biggest thing we talked about for the roster was A.B. signing here and they brought in Vontaze Burford, who people kind of were still criticize him because of everything he's done in the past as far as being a, you know, a more aggressive kind of player, (laughs) I'll just put it that way. So, you know, outside of that, uh, they brought Tyrell Williams over, but that wasn't just, you know, headline news for multiple days and things like that. So, um, they haven't, nobody's really talking about like their roster, which is a solid roster. Um, I think, you know, with their schedule and the division they're in, they could have Assuming they had A, B before this drama happened, they could have probably been a four-win team or they could have been a 10-16 fight for the playoffs because the schedule is very workable. Um, they could they could probably beat Denver over the weekend if they, you know, full roster attack, no distractions. Um, going inside to Minnesota, going inside to the Colts, going to London to play the Bears.
0: That's
1: a five-game stretch where you got some winnable games. You got a bye week. Green Bay, Texans, Lions, some winnable games. Um, Chargers, Bengals, Jets, some winnable games. I don't think they have no time to beat the Chiefs either time, so I think the Chiefs would have swept them. But Titans, Jags, and again, Chargers, Broncos, they had some winnable games. So, I mean, before all the distractions happened, I was debating between Raiders and Chargers for the last spot in the playoffs, because I have um, you know both of them fight for the playoffs, or at least potentially fight for the playoffs with now with all the distractions of ab and just the team is just in kind of total disarray i mean wide range outcomes i'm going to err on the side of caution so they won't make the playoffs cuz there's just too much drama surrounding this organization
2: uh see i'm not as high on the raiders i've been the raiders regardless with the turn and brown or not i didn't think they were going to be a good football team i just i just i just didn't see i don't see them being good That the defense struggled mighty heavily last year and you know if it if it comes down to a shootout, I mean, you know you got you got John Gruden and you be bringing in two good receivers. Um but and you bring in the running back, but it's like the offensive line took a step back at one point two or three years ago, they was the best you know, quote unquote could argue arguably one of the best offensive line in the game. But now lot uh um, Donald Penn's going, um, gave Huston being out of injury, He got Richard incognito now. Um, he he was underly, underlying so, so signing, but he was he didn't play football at all last year. It's just a lot of things going on with them, and um, I didn't I didn't really see uh, a a team that can make the playoffs. I don't think they're better than the Broncos, um, but if we're talking about just football standpoint, you know the the, the defense they did get they did get Clint Farrell. Um, you know that was a reach in the draft in my opinion, but I love the signing of Jonathan Abrams. Uh, I think he's going to be one hell of a player. Uh, like you said, the 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 linebackers they brought in Burchett, um, I can't. Uh, what was the other guy? Uh, they they well, they had, they had uh, Brandon Marshall, but he, for whatever reason he didn't make the team. But I think Abrams and Carl Joseph that could be a good safety safety duo in back there. The corners are still weak, um, so they they're gonna have to come up. So how they how they gonna stop other receivers? I don't know. Um, so I'm looking more at the defensive end because I know John Gruen's offense would have took a a big step up with when you add Antonio Brown, you add Tyree Williams, and you add Jacobs, and possibly, possibly the team could. You know, I'm not saying they'd have been sorry three, four wins, but you know, six, 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 or seven, uh, it was probably doable. Um, you know, but you know, with with having so many distractions, I'm gonna knock off two or three wins, and Antonio Brown doesn't play at all. You know, I, I don't, I don't know where where they see themselves. Um, because you know, Tyra Williams is a great. I mean, he's a he's a good deep threat, good player, big body receiver. But you know, you, you're leaning on him as your number one. That's you know, that's not, that's not his. You're not maximizing what, what your team can be if you put him at the one. Should I say? Yeah, I thought
1: they had potential to be you know a possible playoff team or at least be contending for it. Um, just. With the possible that they're gonna more like move to Vegas 2020 season, but I thought this year they could have been pretty good. You got Derek Carr in contract here; he's got something to prove. Ricky running and Josh Jacobs, also great pass catcher, and Jalen Rashard, and they still have DeAndre Washington, who's not great, not solid, but he's you know not not great, not a bust, but he's pretty solid. And then you brought in Antonio Brown, who would have been Derek Carr's best weapon he's ever had. That's and that's no knock to Amari Cooper or Crabtree. But Antonio Brown is still got some good year' years 11. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer. They got Ryan Grant from the Colts. Uh, they drafted Hunter Renfro. So those are two solid guys right there. Uh, you already mentioned Tyrell Williams. And, I, mean, he, I mean, he caught for 1,000 yards one year with the Chargers. And he had a pretty good year last year. Him, Mike Williams came out in that, that trio. Um, you mentioned Darren Wall already. They paid Trent Brown for the O-line. I like Rodney Hudson. So I thought, you know, in spots they could have been – Pretty good because the schedule is not terrible. They they brought in they drafted Clayton Farrell for the deep, for the defensive line. Um, they have they have like you said Abram and uh, Carl Joseph. So Lamarcus Joiner, he's not the best, he's still pretty solid as well. So they have spots where like they're they're solid enough where if it all comes together, they could have won some games. I wasn't really concerned about them being a terrible team. Well, I, I thought they they drafted uh they got have gotten closer to Trevon Mullen in the second round. So I thought they had you know, spots where they would have been able to win some games and not be at the bottom of the division. I thought they could have at least won at minimum five or six games and could have possibly won ten and gotten to the playoffs or at least been fighting for it to the end, you know, nine and seven,
2: ten and six because the schedule is not that brutal. I mean, you could say it's not that brutal, but now with no Andrew Luck, that makes the schedule a little better because, um, they're they're going they're going one and three to the NFC North with or without AB. Um, I don't think they're talented enough to put up enough points against Minnesota, Chicago, or Green Bay. Um, Detroit Lions we, we'll have, we'll have to see in the division. You already said the Chiefs was going to sweep them. That's two wins, uh, two losses right there for the Raiders. Um, I know they wouldn't beat Chargers twice, and I don't think they beat Broncos twice. So. You know, you're talking about a team that's going to be under 500 in the division, uh, two and four probably at, at the best because, you know, I think Broncos are going to be pretty good this, this – you no, know, pretty decent this season. Um, and you got two teams who – the, the, the best two records in the NFL last season in your division. So that – you know, that's already – that's already three losses plus a four. You're already talking about at, at at max, in my opinion, to be nine and seven. And that's not even including, you know, your – the AFC South that they play, and if Andrew Luck was there, that's that's automatic loss. But you know, maybe Jacoby Brissett might mess the game up, so you couldn't win that. Um, I, I don't think they go into Houston and beat them. So eight and eight is probably my max, my max thing with with A and B. Um, definitely without A and B and all the distractions. I just don't, I just don't see the Raiders overcoming that. They don't. I don't think they have enough talent to overcome um, distractions because even the Steelers. You know, nine six and one last season. That was good enough. You know, almost good enough to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't. I don't see the Raiders having the talent to to overcome stuff like that and make it.
1: But well, I think Steelers' problem was like again distractions. I mean, Still has put up nine wins with distractions and missing Bill, things like that. So I mean, I thought the Raiders would have had a chance, even though they got a lot of rookies and it's kind of like a makeshift roster. I thought the Raiders would have been fine, but I guess. um you know, for the long haul, or at least for this season and going into the next. This could be a good thing for the Raiders. I mean, they may uh, you lose a B, and who knows if something else happens where guys, you know, we don't wish injury, but if somebody gets hurt or something like that, you know, you could go from a possible 8-9 win team to down to about four, and depending upon how the rest of the, the league falls, you could look at the Raiders getting the top pick in the draft and, Maybe moving on from Derrick Carr and probably trying to go draft Tua, who a lot of people are high on. I'm not, but, you know, a lot of people could feel like Raiders want to move on and start fresh and not give Derek Carr another contract, just get a rookie QB. Justin Herbert or Tua should be right before the taking for
2: him, and they could build their future around one of those guys. Mm. Yeah, they, if they was get the number one pick, they didn't even get a pass so They didn't need to replace Clint Mack and get Chase Young from Ohio State. Getting get, get getting any quarterback in this draft is definitely not gonna be better than Derek Carr. But
1: yeah. I don't I don't think so. I, I think they would probably just go in and go QB. And they They just yeah. I think they would just do something like that because everybody wants their own QB. And even though John Gruden said he likes Derek Carr, I still feel like he may want to just get his own guy and just him. He got a ten year deal, so he probably wants to get his own deal. You no, know, get his own guy to match his his deal and. Rock that on out, because he's in, what, going to year two. So if you get a QB, you'll be going into your third year. The rookie scale, that'll be five years before you have to pay the guy. So he he might want to get his own guy, and he just wagging to a QB.
2: Uh, Well, let's move on to uh, the AFC West champs from last season. The Kansas City Chiefs, they was the number one seed in the playoffs. Um, If it wasn't for an offsides by D. Ford, then Kansas City would have been in the Super Bowl. Um, they had a great season last year. I mean, Pat Mahomes probably had the best season as a quarterback all time because he, 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 he five thousand and then fifty something plus touchdowns. I mean, this guy was throwing no look passes, making making you know making the making the lead on notice. Like this is my first year starting, and I'm killing y'all. And you know, it's already you know every every ranks putting pitting him you know, already has the best quarterback in the league, which, I mean, from the season he had last year, you know, you can't really debate it. Uh, but th- this team also went through some distractions, and it almost cost them – I mean, it did, I guess, quote, unquote, did caught, caught, caught them a, a, um, a Super Bowl berth because if Kareem Hunt would have been able to stay there, um, I know he had the outside problems. But if he was able to stay there, I think the Chiefs offense did take a step back, and versus New England, they couldn't really run the ball. Um, Mahomes had to force it down and keep throwing it, keep throwing it and you know versus the Bill Belichick team you need to control time possession because that's what they're going to do uh, so you know all, all that you know all different types of, type of decisions can boil down and um, even though he's off the team now they got LaShawn McCoy now um, I think Tyreek Hill being back getting his extension three years $54 million deal uh, it's just that, that, that right there helped this team out because if they didn't have Tyreek Hill and they was trusting Kelsey and Watkins as a one and two only, you know, I'm not saying the teams would have fell off, but, you know, obviously 12 and four would have been hard to reach when you have a dynamic playmaker and probably the most, you know, probably the best weapon on the field in, you know, in the league. So, uh, but this team offensively, we know about them. Great. It's like, what are the defense going to do? They brought over Frank Clark. They brought over, um, honey badger, Tyron Matthew. Um, and but they, you know, let go Justin Houston, let go D Ford. Um, you know, two years removed from getting rid of Peters is you know this this, this team. I mean, I mean, defensively, it's still it's still not where it should be. Yeah, they're
1: gonna have. A, i want to say it's gonna be a patchwork defense, but they the roster turned over so much on defense. It's gonna be like how how fast can you really get guys to jail, You know, in just one off season when I mean, you had time to sign guys and kind of get them into the scheme. And you did bring in some good guys, but it's just like how how fast can these guys all gel and be on the same page. Any signs of improvement from last year would be good. They were like 31st in defense last year. So, I mean, anything is better than that. <laughs> but they did lose some, some key guys that we kind of had known for the Chiefs. Like you said, Justin Houston, Eric Berry, those kind of guys. But um, – Andy Reid, he's one of my favorite coaches in the league, so I know offensively they're going to be fine. Um, They drafted him a new weapon for offense, Miko Hartman. So who knows what Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid do with him. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, they're still there. Uh, The Bills cut McCoy, so he's reunited with Andy Reid, so we know Andy Reid's going to use him to this fullest extent. Um, Damian Williams, he's still there. Not Kareem Hunt, but he's he's there, and he he had a few – Good games last year. Nothing, uh, nothing that just wows you like that. But he still had some, uh, good games. Um, the biggest question mark on offense for me is can this guy stay healthy, Samuel Watkins? Because when maybe it's because he was in Buffalo, you know, they was forcing the ball at times. But when he was playing, I mean, the guy was a, a a huge, huge asset to that team, and you know, he was one of the best receivers in the league at that time. But right now. In the last few years, he's been kind of banged up in and out of lineups, things like that. So, and he's he's more of a boom a bust type of player now. You know, he's going to catch you a bomb for sixty yards and score, or he's probably not going to catch, but two catches for thirty yards. So, um, but I think if they can use him better, of course, that coincides with him staying healthy. Offensively, they won't take a step back. Patrick Mahomes is one of the top five QEs in the league. I still have Aaron Rodgers as better than him, um, but he's definitely one of the top three, top five Qs in the league. And defensively, you know, they made some – they brought in some guys on defense, but they also lost a lot. But I like getting Frank Clark. I like getting um, uh, Emmanuel Ogba. I like getting Darren Lee. I like what they did. So, they uh, they made some good strides on defense. Of course, Honey Badger one of my favorite players in the league as well. So, it's just about can, uh, can they put it all together at the right time. And – uh try to make a Super Bowl run. Last year they came out of nowhere, man, and took over the league. Most of the team in the league almost knocked off the giant in the wing. And so can they, can they duplicate that? Cause now everybody's got film on your gunning for you. Yeah.
2: And I mean, this, this chiefs, you know, after this one year, they're going to have a tough schedule. Um, but I mean, for obvious reasons, you don't know one seat, one first place schedule. You're playing, you know the NFC North, who have three good teams who 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 fight fighting for a division title, um, and the AFC South. We, we we talked about them before, and we said all four teams probably going to be around a seven, eight, nine win mark. So it's it's not like you're playing any scrubs anywhere. Um, I mean, to be honest, there's probably there's really no scrubs on this list. I mean, I mean you could say the worst team is the Raiders and the Lions, but. Titans. Okay, well, yeah. Well, t- well see, the Titans Titans got the team. They just ain't got <laughs> – the Titans got defense.
1: Yeah. They got everything <laughs> except the quarterback. Right. So,
2: um, you know, it, 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 the, the schedule is going to be what it is, and they're going to be fine because mo- nine times out of ten, unless they're playing, you know, the Patriots or the Packers, they're definitely going to have the better quarterback. Um, and, you know, it, it, and it's not going to be close. So, you know, um, you know now that Angel Luck's gone, they don't play him. Deshaun Watson's not Mahomes' level um and then you know Kirk Cousins is not there you know the list goes on it's like you know, Nick Foles blah blah Lamar Jackson and so on and so forth um so you know they're going to have they're going to have that advantage of having the better quarterback out of 14 of the 16 games now Tom Brady who knows how if all the time I'm going to catch him this season or not but um Aaron Rodgers still peak powers and and you know he's going to have a slow start to the season but once Aaron Rodgers get rolling toward October November then you are going to see you're probably going to see why Rodgers will say I'm still the best quarterback in the league. But, yeah, um, you know, this this, this Chiefs team, I, I'm not really too worried about them. I, I think they're going to win the division again. Um, offensively, they, they're going to be fine. It's, it's, really, it's really can the run game get off going because with Kareem Hunt, there was a problem. Uh, and I feel like it, it wasn't a big step back, but it was, a, it was, it was you know, a, another, a step good enough for where all you have to do is worry about the pass because they can't run the ball. Um, and the Chiefs' offensive line isn't that great, to be honest with you. Um, you know, it just exactly. it's just the fact that Tyree Hill is so great, Kelsey is so great, even Watkins can get open very quickly. You know, if Watkins is your you know, second, third option. Well, your second receiver, third option it's it's kind of, it's kind of hard to stop him, which which your third best player on defense. So you know, when you when you, Tyree Hill can get open in the in the first second, Mahomes can throw no look passes. Um, it, it's like it's it's kind of like the offensive line get get forgotten about because it's really. It's really not good. Um,
1: Man, shout out Eric Fisher and Jeff Allen. <laughs> I'm
2: about to say because I mean cause really, it really the and that's why and that's why they need the dynamic players like Sean McCoy can if he can bring a flash in the pan from back in the day, you know. So um, it, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, I think the Chiefs' offense gonna be fine. I still think their defense is still gonna be one of the worst um, in the league. I, I don't think they're gonna have the numbers as, as bad as they were last year. Um, but you know, if if they was giving up. You know, 400 yards last year was ranked 31st. I, I'm I'm hoping they can get to like you know 360, um, which which would be like 22, 23. So um, if they can get like that, you know, Chiefs Chiefs going Chiefs going to be where they are and they're going to be in the playoffs and probably have home court advantage. Home court, home field. Yeah, only- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think as long as they have a good pass rush, they'll be fine. And they have guys that can do the pass rush. So Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Agba, Ford. They drafted Kaelin Saunders, I think, third round. So, as long as you can get a good pass rush, you have some linebackers and Hitchens and Lee and Raglin who can you – no, know, they can they can cover space. So, as long as you don't have to, you know, play from behind or – the pass rush is everything. So, as long as you're not, you know, letting guys pick you apart on defense. Oh, you know, on yeah. Because okay. cause we, know, we, we know Mahomes can get the job done, but you don't want to have him in shootouts every week either. And you don't want to put – too much stress on the old line to have to protect them every time so they can go out here and get shoot out. So as long as all those guys can uh, put enough pressure on, you know, pass rush pressure, they'll be fine. I think I think top 20, top 25 defense is reasonable, and they could probably get them back to the A C Championship, maybe the Super Bowl. I mean, of course we know they're not, not going to duplicate what they did on offense again. Um, that's going to be hard to duplicate. Um, but as long as they can get a top 20-ish, top 25-ish defense – that will be pretty fine and do, do you think they're going to be on upset alert for week one playing the jazz because was-
0: i'm bob sullivan the new host of aarp's the perfect scam podcast and with frank abagnale and other top fraud experts we're bringing you brand new episodes of america's most shocking scam stories i got an email alerting
1: me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was
2: masterfully designed
0: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yep, I'm picking that, Jazz man. to win that
0: game. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it I mean, was surprising. Was, it, was yeah, it
2: wasn't me at all. And then, you know, having Jacksonville uh, plus four at home in this type of weather, shoot, take, I'll take Jacksonville. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about picking Jack as Um,
2: you know, and and to lose your point before we move on to your, you know, to your pass Frank Frank Clark is better than D D Ford. Like that just that's just how it is. D Ford had one good season that was last year, and he made bank. Frank Clark has been good since he got to the league. D Ford is very inconsistent, and I'm glad that they made that decision. They knew they knew D Ford wasn't good enough to pay him that much money. But you see. Exactly. But you see, as soon as they got Frank Clark, what they do pay him a, a big contract because they, they believe in his talent more than they did D4. So that should tell you or right right there what 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 does Kansas City Chiefs see in uh D, uh seeing, uh Frank Clark over D four?
1: Hey, kind of same thing. Um to so like J uh what's the name Dave and Clowney, you know, like there were times where people were saying, you know, it's more and always running as high, or he was inconsistent at times. That's kinda why. Um Houston won to trade, you know. It, when it comes to defense, you gotta have your high motor and perform at all times or people not gonna want to pay you.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Uh let's move on to the to the LA Chargers, man. And you know, this is this is usually one of my favorite teams just because uh, you know, I like for the Rivers, remember from Gordon, Keenan Allen, like you know, Bosa, Ingram, like they got they got a lot of guys that I like, you know, just, just as, as a fan of football. So you know, naturally this is one of my you know, favorite teams to watch. Um I, I I think this Chargers team is a is a candidate for the pullback. Um just like we talked about the Ravens in Seattle on a different podcast. Um, you know, winning twelve games, you know, that's hard. Um, and just in general. And I don't think they're gonna be in that twelve range. I think I think they had a good a good run last year, but we already mentioned the schedules and um, the NFC North. I think I I think they can they can lose three of the games. I mean, I'm not saying they will, but I I I predict them to go at least two and two um, in that division and, and depending on how it unfolds, you know, wh- whether they might go two and two in that division as well. Um, and, and you know that they're not going to sweep the chargers, I mean, sweep the chiefs. So, chiefs, no so, no. you know, so if I, if I'm saying two and two in both divisions and that, they're already five and five. So that's already five losses. But, um, I think the, the, the reason I think the team is a pullback candidate is two reasons. Um, Durbin James, they're all pro safety. Uh, they, they, you know, they put him on the team, and this, this, this team just defensively just went up. They have a lot of good players on that side of the ball, but I think Derwin James playing in that Seattle because they played that Seattle scheme. So having that Cam Chancellor makes the whole defense flourish. Um, you know, they they had the pass rushers like Seattle did. They had the corners like Seattle did. But you you know little I know? The Seattle Legion of Boom didn't work unless Earl Thomas and and Cam Chancellor was back there. And missing their Cam Chancellor um is 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 gonna be crucial to them. Um, you know, because this is one of the best teams as far as like you know, secondary ranks and and pass rush, but their run defense, man, they are one of the worst. Um they're they're I mean, think see last last season, last season rushing defense, it was it it was t- it was 10th t- in the league, but you gotta think they had no guys up front. When they played teams like the Ravens, like the first time, they got gassed. Um, and you see and versus Patriots what happened in the playoffs. They got gassed again because they can't stop the run. And the reason why they was the reason why they, were, they had, you know, why stats can be mis- misleading is they're twelve and four. A lot of teams are playing catch up. They don't have time to run the ball. But teams when they did, they had very they're they very successful because the Chargers aren't big up front. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: the Chargers are gonna be interesting they're gonna be interesting, man. Like you said, when you're missing your best athlete, Durbin James, that's that's a huge blow, man. Uh, they still have Casey Harrod, who I know we both think he's a, one of the better corners in the league and up front, Bosa and Melvin Ingram. But like you said, man, that, that Seattle scheme, when you're missing one of your key guys on defense, man, people, people are going to try to expose you a little bit. And um, offensively, I know we both think highly of Melvin Gordon, but I mean, they're kind of used to not having him. He's always at different points of the years in his career. He's been banged up or something. So you're relying on um, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson to kind of still step in and take on bigger roles, which I think they can because um, they've always done an RB by committee. So, you know, even when Gordon was out, they still were able to, to do the offense. But it's just a lot of – A lot of question marks. Like, they are a pullback candidate. Um, Keenan Allen, he's finally had a couple years healthy now. I'm glad that's happened. Still have Mike Wills, Travis Benjamin, who could be a breakout player in that third receiver spot. Or it could be Dontrell Emond, because uh, we saw what Tyrell Williams did here, we we just talked about. And they're getting Hunter Henry back. Um, Sad to see Antonio Gates go. I know he retired and came back, but I don't think he'll be back this year. So sad to see Antonio Gates go. One of the best tight ends ever. But Chargers, man, they're – Nine wins might be, might be what are at man. Maybe maybe ten, but twelve I can't I can't see twelve with just so many question marks.
2: Yeah, and and I can see, you know, we we talked about all these quarterbacks, and you know everybody's slowing down. I mean, so this 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 Tom Brady not the same Tom Brady that we know. Same thing for Drew Brees. Yes, they're gonna have the stats because they have McDaniel's, they have Sean Payton, so they're gonna put them in good positions that they they're they're high high quality. IQ guys. So, um, but but we and we, we haven't seen Big Ben fall off yet. But we've seen Eli. We've seen we like I said we've seen Breeze and Brady slow down a little bit. When when will when will it be time for Rivers? Because he's been in the lead just you know just as long as all them guys. And and when you talk about a team that's pass first, and I'm talking about pass heavy, just just like just like Pittsburgh. You know how long until Rivers take that step back? Because Yes, you you already you already mentioned it about you know Melvin Gordon and how they there's a reason why he's not being paid. There's a reason why they're not paying him because they, regardless, they're pass first anyway. So they can find a – They already got Eckler who can catch the ball and run the ball fine enough because Melvin Gordon only averaged 14 carries last season. So we you talking about – you talk about Philip Rivers, he's going to throw he's going to throw the ball. So whether it's you know whether it's Eckler in the back there or Gordon back there. They don't really care. Um, and you know, another point I thought about, you know, going Gordon talk about all this, you know, he wants all this money. Their coach is a running backs coach. I'm pretty sure he can, he can find a running back and 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 exactly, make him work. Exactly. So you know, he's he trying to, you know, he's doing a lot of, a lot of reaching and that, that he shouldn't be doing, it, which doesn't make sense. It, it, it's different. Like Zeke, who's got his paid six year, ninety million dollars. It's different because it's because the team is a run first team and they, they need a running back. That that makes sense. Well, you're talking about a, you know a team like the Patriots, another run team. Which why wow, they drafted Michelle first round. Why they went, and got Harris in the third round. That's the reason why they did those things. Chargers, what have they been doing in the last few drafts? Mike Williams, top ten. They got. I remember Keenan, I think he. I, I think he was a first round pick. But Hunter Henry, they got a tight end early in the second round. Um, they kept. They kept producing offensive linemen who are pass blockers because they want to pass the ball. So it's you know it's all alluding to the passing game and. Whenever Rivers take that step back, I'm not saying I'm not gonna do a mass killer and say this is the cliff, <laughs> but whenever it does happen, you know, I, the Chargers with all their talent is is gonna be catastrophic for them because you know, they were, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a different type of quarterback, um, than the Federal Rivers. So let's say if it was to happen this year and and you know, Chargers and the like, man, Rivers is taking a step back, what do we do? Like it's gonna be hard to find that next quarterback because they haven't been they haven't been drafted. The court because you know, every time they draft one, Rivers get mad, just like Big Ben. <laughs> um but you know, with all this talent, Ingram, Bosa's, Derwin James, Keenan Allen, the whole offense, man. When when that time when that time does come, it's kind of like you know, chargers chargers gonna be reeling. And they was they were, and last year they were they were 12 and passing. And you know, you we always seen it. We always like, why does um why does Phillip Rivers never get drafted high in fantasy foot, you know, fantasy football? He always at, at the end for a team that always pass the ball. And you know maybe maybe that's a, you know a, a knockout for the Rivers' skills or something. I don't I don't know what it is because he always you know back in the back you always get him the last end of the rounds. So I'm pretty. That's that's one reason why I think there could be a pullback I think I think Rivers take a step back, and if that happens, I definitely don't see no, a double-digit win season.
1: No, I don't think he'll take a step back. Um, like even though he's been in the league 15 years, just like Big Ben, and lot of y'all came out that same that same class. River sat for two years, you know, so um that's two years less of wearing tear' on his body than the uh, those other guys and um he came into the league he was on some pretty good teams with Thomas Thompson. you know they were um winning eleven twelve I think when they were fourteen and two, and um a couple 11 eleven thirteen win season early, and then kind of once the roster started changing and coaches started changing with Mike McCoy and those other guys um. On the win side, they kind of started staying around eight and eight, nine and seven, eight and eight, nine and seven, and they had a couple down years with the four and five win season. But now they're back again with nine wins, twelve wins. So um, I don't think he'll take a step back. If you're looking at just his years as the full-time starter, he's only been a full-time starter in 13 years. So he still has at least I think three more, three to more, three to five or more years to go. Because most guys play QB for like 15 to 18 years. So um, he's been in the league total since being drafted 15 years, but as a starter, full-time, 13, 13 years. And he's been an Ironman, um, played all 16 games every year. So um, I'm looking for another 4,200-yard passing pass season, probably anywhere from 32 to 35 touchdowns. And um, he's going to give you about 10, uh, 10 interceptions. But from coming from Rivers, you know, he had to take some chances just to try to, like you said, their pass first. So sometimes you gonna have to take some chances. But um, I can see another, uh forty-two hundred yard season, thirty, about thirty-two, thirty-three touchdown season Rivers. I think that's that's about where he's always been at, about sixty-four, sixty-five percent completion percentage. So he's gonna he's gonna be fine. But nine wins is probably nine to ten wins, um, is reasonable. And I had him at that even before all the Raiders stuff happened. Um, but I think that's that's reasonable.
2: Alright, well let's move to the Denver Broncos. Uh six and ten. Uh they fired uh who was the head coach over there? Um Vance Joseph. And they got yeah. Yeah, they brought another defensive guy in Vic Fangio. Um I think Vic Fangio, this is I think this was the perfect role for him because, you know, it's not too far off from the from the Bears defense. Bears defense was stacked everywhere as far as talent. And Vic Fangio schemes made it – physically very impossible for you to do anything because they can force turnovers and when they'll turn over, they score. Um, this Broncos team has two elite pass rushers. Um, I would say the bears only had one elite pass rushers. I think Bradley Chubb is going to take that next step into that category where he's a definitely a top 15 pass rusher in the league and having Lon Miller on the other side is going to be so much easy for Bradley Chubb to get off um, this season. Uh, I think, I think the Broncos, you know, D- the defense is gonna just you know it's kind of gonna be similar to the Bears last year as far as where the defense is going to drive this team. Um they moved Kareem Jackson uh, from corner to safety so now you have a now you have another guy you know who can who can pick you off and, and guard you know slot receivers guard outside receivers uh be very versatile you got Kareem Jackson here uh I think Justin Simmons another safety he can be in that Amos role. He usually play deep high, so I wonder how he's going to change. How how the Vic Fangio scheme is going to change? But um, Von Miller, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, man, I, they they're going to be all over the all over the field. Uh, they still got Derek Wolf who can pass versus as well. And I think the defense is going. I think the defense is going to be a top top five, maybe top ten defense this year. And um, if I look at the offensive side of the ball, I mean, we know Joe Flacco is won't be the answer uh, long-term, but um, I think he's going to be solid enough. Uh, I, I don't think it's a downgrade from Keenum. So last year the offense uh, ranked 11th in rushing and 19th in passing. I mean, I guess I guess I could pretty much see the same exact thing. I, I don't think they're going to fall off. I think, they, and I think I don't think they're going to improve either. So if, if the offense can, can get to about, you know, score about 24 points a game, uh, the defense is going to do what they can do, and they're going to stop people from scoring. So, um, I think the Broncos are going to be a solid average team. Um, that's, that's anywhere from six wins to eight wins. Um, so they, they might repeat last year performance or they might imp- improve by two wins, but that's, the, that's the most I see them doing.
1: Yeah. My, my slogan for Denver this year is the team you don't want to play Yes, because you will never know what you're going to get week to week. Um, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, that's a, that's a dangerous combo. That's almost like the Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack in Chicago. Like, those are, you know, those combos, man. They, they, like you said, Derrick Wolf and they have, like, Hicks on the Bears. Like, man, that, that's just a, a front you're just going to fear every time with the pass rush, man. Um, you already talked about the, the defense. They have, uh, like, the, the safeties and corners. So, defensively, they're going to be stout at minimum top 12 defense, anywhere from top to top 12 for sure. They could easily be top eight, top five. But offensively, um, I'm not a fan of it. I like Phillip Lindsey, but they're talking about going more of a committee approach this year with Freeman. That could be good. That could be bad. Not sure. Wide receiver-wise, I don't love it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it at all. You got Sanders coming off the of injury. You're hoping Cortland Sutton turns into, you know, a, a good number one receiver. You're hoping that Deshaun Hampton turns into a receiver, you know, good receiver. You drafted Noah Fant. Um, we heard things about him coming out of the camp, so you're hoping that that turns around. They have Jeff Human. You're hoping – I mean, you're just hoping for so much on offense. Uh, and Flacco, you know, he's he's a couple years in. Like, right now. he's about – I think it's 11th, going to his 11th or 12th season. And we just know what he is. He's only had one 4,000-yard pass a season. That was in 2016. Um, he's never thrown for 30 touchdowns. So you're going to be hoping for the running game and the defense to carry you. Um, and for anybody who says availability is the best of, best ability, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because there is nobody – who Joe Flacco played in all sixteen games from two thousand eight through twenty fourteen. He missed a few in twenty fifteen, but twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, he he would have started all sixteen games. There is nobody who would say they would take Joe Flacco over Andrew Luck. No. So so that whole best best ability being availability thing that is crazy. Yes, you want somebody who is available, but just because you're available, that don't mean you're good either. So. I just want to say that for all the people who think, oh, somebody somebody's injured, so they, you know, they need to be available. No, it's not, because when I were to take Andrew Luck for 12 games a season, then Joe Flacco for 16 games perennially. And he would have played all 16 games last year if they didn't draft Lamar Miller. So Jackson. Uh, I just think Flacco, Lamar he Lamar <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Jackson, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh I don't, I don't see Flacco being the answer. They got Drew Locke on IR. Um, I'm not sure what John Elway's doing with QB. They they keep trying to patch it up, patch it up, patch it up. And I just see same, the same routine. Uh, just in nine starts last year, Flacco had 2,400 passing yards, 12 TD, six interceptions. That's about the same he would have had had he finished the season. You know, he would have got to about 20, 21 touchdowns and probably about 12 interceptions, so. I can I see the same thing happening here in Denver, and they're going to be a five and eleven, six and ten win team. The only thing that's going to be saving them will be defense. Something teams like the Bengals don't have, so they won't be as bad as the Bengals. But they're going to be, you know, they, they'll get some playoff teams and they'll get some guys some tough tough weeks. But they won't be able to pull out some close games just because of Flacco and lack of receiving weapons. Honestly. Well,
2: I think Broncos it could be a team that can probably beat anybody because of the defense. Oh, yeah, the defense. So, yeah, defense keep you, know, me it. I think, you know, A, B, or not, they're going to win week one against the Raiders. Um, then, you know, then the Bears come to town. Um, and we've seen their offense. So, you know, I know the Bears' defense is going to, you know, obviously shut down the Broncos. We're going to talk about another team. Gonna, it might be 6-3. <laughs>
1: yeah, there might be a 13-10 kind of game, um, right there. you know.
2: So, and I think the Broncos are going to be a team that competes with everybody. Um, and actually, you know, playing the NFC North and the NFC South, that's that's a lot of good defenses. Um, <laughs> you know, Bears, Packers, Vikings. Uh, then you got you know Titans, Texans can you know pretty good defense, and then uh, and then you got high powered offenses. They play Mahomes and they play Rivers, so you know it kind of it it goes a lot of ways. Um, they. They probably they probably w- w- will start off pretty shaky, but I can guarantee you that they're gonna upset two or three teams this season i just hope, I hope it's not my vikings, but um I think they're gonna have two or three upsets when when you look at their wins like you know in, in the year we go back and look at their wins you're gonna be like now how in the hell did they beat you know chief uh, chiefs uh week six you know what I'm saying you like, how did how did they beat Baker mayfield and you're gonna you gonna you gonna be look at that and you're gonna see two or three games where gonna be, you're gonna question like, man, is, is this score actually really right? Um and that's why they that's why they'll get six six to seven wins. Um is because they're gonna win two or three games that they shouldn't win. Uh which you know which gonna hurt them in draft you know in the draft with they could be up there for a quarterback. But um you know the, the the Broncos lead a lot on offense. But I think Joe Flacco has a better has a better receiving core than he did in Baltimore. <laughs> it's not saying much, but <laughs> um I think I think Daniel is gonna be fine um, and if the running game the running game is going is better than the Ravens as well, too, um, you know, as far as the talent of players. Uh, I think Royce Freeman is going to have a ball in the season this season um, because he was hurt last year and he was trying to play through it. So now he's healthy. Him and Lindsay together, I think that's going to be a, a good dynamic duo behind him. And as long as Joe Flacco can be a game manager, which he's always been in his whole career, that's how he won the Super Bowl, um, as long as he can, can do that and not force his team in bad situations by throwing picks and falling the ball, um, Bron. I mean, like I said, they're not going too far because of their division is too good. But you know, with the Chiefs going to keep them capped down, and even the Chargers is better than them. Um But I mean, if they did get eight and eight, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, eight and eight—that's probably about their about their ceiling, honestly. Um But like you said, the schedule is it's workable, man. Like they could they could win ten games. You know, Oakland, Detroit. They could maybe still win against Houston, and like you said, Minnesota and Buffalo? Um, I think before they had that by week ten. As long as they have about four or five wins when they get to their bye, there that's pretty that's pretty solid because defense can win you games. It's just you need a quarterback there to get you over mm-hmm. that hump. Like uh, we just saw it the other night, the Bears defense and the Packers defense they were. Granted, some of these guys did the preseason, so they were probably a little bit rusty as well, but Bears' defense was slowing down Packers. Packers' defense was slowing down Bears. The difference was Aaron Rodgers threw a 47-yard pass to MVS and made a scoring drive, took down to Jimmy Graham, and Trubisky is throwing interceptions. And double coverage. And throwing out of, <laughs> yeah, throwing out of bounds and – you know, getting – taking bad sacks and stuff like that. I mean, at one point, they were on the first and 40 drive because of so many penalties and stuff like that. Y'all know Mitt can't get that drive going. Exactly. Like, like he's just not that kind of guy. So, and I think is kind of in that same mold. But, you know,
2: at least he's proven he can throw the, he he can can throw he can the ball throw and make, and make mm-hmm. some plays. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I wish he still had Anquan Bolden or something like that. But, you know, Sutton um, – the vet with Sanders and those guys, I'm sure they'll they'll make it work for Flacco. He'll he'll be decent, but um I don't think he's enough to get them 10, ten wins unless the defense puts on a stellar performance.
2: All right. So now let's go on to our awards. Uh MVP other than Mahomes.
1: Oh yeah, we can't take Mahomes, though. That's that's too easy. <laughs> um um let's
2: see if I had to go someone, you know. I'm not even. I can't even go offense, man. I'm gonna get my guy two awards, Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually go. Um, I'm gonna actually go. With Josh Jacobs from so the Raiders. I think he's gonna. You know, rookie running backs, they they be they be dominant because this is the easiest, you know, the most transitional position in the NFL. So, uh, last time John Gruden had a had a running back that was a rookie, Cadillac Williams. I mean, he's all he did his rookie season. So over 200 rushing attempts and he can catch the ball as well. So I'm gonna go with Josh Jacobs.
1: Yeah, I'm high on him. Him or Kyler Murray can probably be the offensive rookie of the year.
2: Um, coach of the year
1: depends how it all shakes out. I love Andy Reid, so the easy choice is to give it to him. But let's see what let's that's what the Broncos do. You know, let's see what the Broncos and Raiders do. One of those, you know, if either one of them gets to an eight and eight or fight for the playoffs. Um, I give it either one of those. Oh coaches. yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, I, I I would go with Fangio as well. Um breakout player of of this division. Hm.
1: This why I'll say Josh Jacobs, but since he's a rookie, um, and of course he got no choice but to break out, um, I'll just take a flyer and say hopefully Courtland Sutton does something.
2: I like that one. Um I probably I'll probably go I mean I I, mean, I I I guess it's a breakout 'cause he, you know, he's been battling injuries and, you know, one season, he had a bunch of touchdowns, but he didn't do much. Um, that's Hunter Henry uh, from the Chargers. Uh, you know, if, if the Rivers love you know, love Antonio Gates, I don't see why he wouldn't love another elevated tight end like Hunter Henry. So, I'm going to go Hunter Henry and break out because, you know, it, he's, he's been forgotten the last two seasons.
1: Yeah, I want to pick Austin Eckler, but I know it's so many Chargers, I didn't want to – I didn't know which one to pick. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I even think Travis Benjamin can do something in that third receiver role, but – I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my pick, Cortland. Defensive
2: Player of the Year. I'm, I I appreciate
1: about We pretty much on the same
2: page. Um, but if not Von Miller, you know I'm gonna go with his teammate. I think Brad Chubb can get 12, 13 sacks this season.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because it's the that's one of the better duos, um, in the league, man. But if not Von Miller, like you said, I go Frank Frank Clark. Okay,
2: I like that one too. Mm. I like that one a lot. Um, Bowl Prediction of the Year. <laughs> I'm waiting on this one.
1: Well, it, well, it would have been Raiders make playoffs, but now it's like I don't want to say that. So, with too much AB drama, and he may get released or whatever the case may be. So I'm just say Broncos make playoffs instead. Okay,
2: all right. Uh, shout out my boy George, Joe George, George. <laughs> with his picks <laughs> and Broncos. Broncos meet the wild card. Um, I'm actually gonna say this. You know, as much as I love him. Uh, I told you I like every player on their team. I don't think make playoffs this season.
1: Yeah, I'm rolling with that. Yeah, because they they can pull back. Um, I know for the AOC, I know me, you already talked about it off the air, but I have Patriots winning their division, Chiefs winning this one, Steelers winning theirs, and I'm going to still stick with it, man. I have Jags winning theirs. Common sense says pick the, uh, the Texans after all they've done. But I'm still gonna rope the Jags down there, and I had the Browns in a wild card. And right now, I do have Charges in, but I can easily see them not making it. And somebody like
2: Broncos or um, you mentioned Bills, like I can see one of those teams making it. You know, I'm gonna put out my. I think I'm going to put my 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 AFC my AFC NFC play. I was going to put them out to, uh, today because you know I was I was waiting till we till we finish this one up just to talk talk you through. Uh, I we 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 got the same uh, division winners in the in the AFC the NFC is gonna be crazy. So anybody you pick in the NFC, as long as it's not the Giants, Redskins, and probably the Lions, you to me right. So, <laughs> um, I went picking books. If you
1: if you if you if you picking picking books, I don't know about that.
2: But uh, that. so yeah, um, yeah, so th- that's my bold prediction. And we finally finally finished through all the divisions. Um, it's gonna be a great season, man. And and Thursday was a little tease, but we have a great slate ahead of us.
1: Yeah, man. Um. College football Saturday, NFL Sundays back. It's, it's about to, it's about to be real fun, man. We finally got everything back, so I'm looking forward to it. And
2: before we get, before I'm gonna put a pressure on you. Your preseason Super Bowl pick will change throughout the season, but your preseason right now, with everything you, that you know right now, who who you got to win it all?
1: Man, before everything happened, I had Colts versus Eagles, but now that's all changed. Of course, Andrew Luck. I'm wishing him much peace and happiness. I'm going with, man. I'm just gonna instead of using common sense, I'm just go with the the Homer thing, New England because it's safe, and then um, I just want to see him win one more. And Rodgers, Packers, Patriots.
2: All right, because it's an odd year, it can happen. Um, I'm going. I'm actually going Minnesota versus Pittsburgh. Um, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be my Super Bowl preseason. Um, but if I take the Vikings out from not being a homer, um, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm still going. I'm still going with the Steelers. Um, but I'm gonna say it's kind of crazy to say this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steelers versus Panthers um, for for me. Um, if I take the Vikings out, so what's what's it what's it what's it, what's
1: it, it I, 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 wanna, I wanna see i want to see Aaron Rodgers just win one more. It'll really kind of get the – like, you know how Brady went through that whole thing where he went like a 10-year drop and win mm-hmm. one. And people were saying, like, oh, it's, it's the system. And he hasn't won in 10 years. I kind of see that being the Aaron Rodgers thing now because he hasn't won one in almost a decade now when he beat the Steelers. So and he has a new coach, one of the best young emerging teams he's had in I don't know how long. So I just think Aaron Rodgers is is going to do it. Um Rams will be in the playoffs, but I think they'll get back to the Super Bowl probably the following season, depending on what happens. But I think this year it's, it's going to be Eagles or Packers, and I'm going with Packers. Packers to win
2: the, win the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Look, well, we'll see how, how it all swims, AFC West, we finished all, the, all, all, our, all our divisions. So uh, there's Preach with Rashad, and uh, we out. <laughs> what do you do, baby? <laughs> you gotta that oh, yeah. in
0: The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash go independent. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC.